Y'all ready for this? Dun, 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 I don't think we can do that. No, no? Nope. Why? Because. You know why? We can. Because. Because this episode is brought to you by Loot Crate. Loot Crate. Loot Crate. Loot Crate. Would you classify yourself as a geek gamer or pop culture nerd? Well, I would classify myself as a geek gamer or pop culture nerd, and I know you do too. This is the subscription box for you. For less than $20 a month, you get six to eight items of gamer and pop culture licensed gear, apparel, collectibles, unique one-of-a-kind items, and more. Make sure to head to lootcrate.com slash nerdmachine and enter code nerdmachine to save $3 on any new subscription. Not that long ago, and depending on where you live, not so far away, Loot Crate blasted off into a voyage across the galaxy, searching the far reaches of the space to find universally awesome gear. Using December's Star Wars The Force Awakens loot as the launch pad, we landed on some equally cosmic items from Halo 5 and more. With an exclusive Funko Pop and an exclusive shirt in this month's crate, this is the loot you're looking for. Remember, you only have until the 19th at 9 p.m. Pacific to subscribe and receive that month's crate, and when the cutoff happens, that's it. It's over. The dark side dies. So go to lootcrate.com slash nerdmachine and enter code nerdmachine to save $3 on your new subscription today. Ten seconds to fire it. Nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Picking favorites! Hey nerds, what's up? This is going to be a special mini-sode. We've never really done one of these before. Uh, it's just me and Razzle sitting in the room, talking out some stuff, working through some things, having a good time, talking about the stuff, our favorite stuff that we're watching right now on TV, and uh, we're going to share with you, see what you guys think. Please send some comments, some tweets, all that once the episode airs. Uh, it's going to be a big workout for Shannon Fox, who... Uh, Probably will go through a lot of shows that we're going to talk about here very quickly. Yeah, but uh, probably won't. Shout out to Shannon. Shout out to Shannon. She's <laughs> the best. Uh, she's doing some awesome work for us. And guys, all the writers, by the way, who who write for NerdMachine.com are really fun. Uh, they're doing some great stuff. We're doing some new video blogs. Uh, there's a new the 3D nerd just posted something this last uh, last week that's pretty funny. Uh, it's him opening a box of LED lights and going through the whole experience. It's really kind of funny. Because it's literally a box of LED, a stri- like a roll of LED lights, but he Those makes it awesome. like nine minutes long. The video of how he opened them and oh, that's amazing. Function with them is really cool. That's so, so funny. this episode is just me and Raz. What's up, Raz? Hey, Dave. Uh, we miss our boys uh, all over the country right now, and I think T T T Labine is in the old uh, Canada, and uh, hopefully will be joining us next time we have a show. But, uh, you know, we want to do a quick episode for you guys, talk through some stuff. Uh, I'm sure right now on the tip of everybody's tongues in our world is the mid-season finale of The Walking Dead, which I've been overall, I'm going to say, a little underwhelmed this, this season so far because the whole, episode, whole season's happened basically in like two days. The whole okay. thing's been like two is days. Is that a real thing? Is That's it? real because I don't watch the show. So yeah, it's, it's real. literally over time. It's only been in the t- in the two days. ten episodes they've aired, or eight or nine, ten episodes. It's only been like two days, um, and, and it's, it's an hour long show. Hour long show. So that's they showed a lot 10 of stuff. Hours out of they two did days. flashback to a previous time with Morgan, who yeah. is the most frustrating character on any television show ever right now. Okay, and uh, 
I don't know if you've watched it, so there's going to be some spoilers, guys. If you haven't watched the season, mid-season finale of Walking Dead, turn it down Lay for it like me, five what minutes. Happens? What happens? What are you upset about, babe? Well, it's chaos. I feel like I feel it's like Dennis chaos. Miller. Hold on, I called you babe. I'm like Dennis Miller. It's fine. Dennis Miller. Hot hey, shot, babe. Shot. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. Uh, no. It's more like Sammy, shot, shot. Sammy Davis Jr. That's yeah. who that is. Uh, so... You know, they had this the whole the whole season this year is based on this idea that they've got to kill or they've got to lead away all these zombies who are in a quarry. Okay, right? These these thousands of of walkers are are trapped in a quarry, and they make this plan to go. Are and, they they trapped in a line or are they trapped no, like, a giant quarry, line or like a quarry like, like a quarry like, like, a, like, a, like a, a mining dig, quarry like a, like a mining okay. quarry right? Okay. But it has a road, and then somebody has. Driven two car, two giant eighteen wheelers together to kind of create a boundary. Okay, I don't know if that was intentional. Sure, I don't know. Yeah, but there's this. I mean, mass of them. And then what happens is the noise of the, the walkers attracts other walkers, and they just fall into the pit, and they don't die because obviously they don't unless they get their heads crushed, they don't die. Yeah. So they get back up, and they they're all just milling around. So they accidentally find this quarry, and it's not too far from the home from the place. And walkers are kind of being able to squeeze through the crack randomly, yeah. right? So there's like, it's kind of an issue, not a huge issue. I get a thought of about 100 other ways to get rid of all these zombies. Then their plan was to lead them away from Alexandria with cars and noise and sound, but like like moving cattle. It was like a cattle drive from the quarry to 25 miles away, whatever. Yeah, They were just going to walk them, and they walk really slow. So it takes a really long time. Well... They do, they're doing this dry run, and everybody's planning what they're going to do. And all of a sudden, one of the trucks falls off into the quarry, and they all start pouring in. So they're like, oh, my God, we got to do this. And so they have to do it right now. So they're not prepared. They don't have everything they need. They're not, you know, they're not ammoed up fully the way they would be. Uh, and so it's just chaos. Everybody's going from here and there. And like episodes where there's only one or two characters at the same. It's, it's a, like an episode of Lost. Okay. Where it's like the same time frame happens from like six different perspectives. Everybody makes terrible decisions. Everybody. Always, in, in uncharacteristic ways. They have to, otherwise the show would be four minutes long. You know, the whole concept that Glenn had died, obviously he's not dead, he's back, and he's coming back to, the, to Alexandria. Uh, but the biggest issue, I, so they, you know, and at the same time that they're doing this, leading the uh, walkers away from Alexandria, these wolves, the crazy people from the last season, attack Alexandria. Just walking in, running in, hacking people up for a- absolutely no reason because they're all crazy. And they're just normal people. No, Well, they're people, but they're not normal. They're absolutely out of their minds. So they're going through and killing everybody, but half the people, almost everyone is, you know, the, the most, the best fighters are all, you know, out there planning to take, to move these walkers. So it's chaos everywhere. People make really bad decisions like Morgan lets some of them go. The wolves? The wolves, instead of killing them. Who's Morgan? Morgan is this guy who was in the first season who okay. Rick let live instead of killing him, even though he was crazy. He's the guy with the one hand. No, no, no. He's no. He was in the no, first that's, season. No, that's Michael Rooker, and okay. that's uh, Merle, and he's been dead since like season three. Okay. However, so this guy, Morgan, meets a guy who knows uh, Aikido, right, in the woods. Okay. And this guy basically saves Morgan and teaches him how to be not a killer and how to be more zen. Now, that situation works when you're the only person affected by that other person's behavior, right? If you make a choice, I'm going to take you in, yeah. and if you, make, if you decide to kill me, that's on me, and you've only killed me. Yeah. Well, Morgan decides that he can make that decision. He can let people live who just hacked up his friends and the people of the community. 
he can decide that for himself. Like, you know what? You don't have to be like this. You can go. And you're like, uh, you just let five people you know are murderers who are going to come back and murder you again yeah. go for no reason because you, you want to be the bigger person. That's not the world you live in anymore. I'm sorry. If you agree with Morgan, you don't understand where you live in the show. There is no rehab. Yeah. There is no prison system. I agree. It does not exist. I agree. I'd be a bad guy, probably. No, you wouldn't. You would never be a bad guy because you couldn't. You couldn't handle what you couldn't handle being a bad guy in the context of what bad guys are, right? Because you can't. Unless I mean, you're totally. I mean, if mental. it's survival and there's zombies. Yes, around. but they're not. This wasn't a survival thing. This was they believe that they are freeing you oh. from your body because you're going to be a, a walker one day, and yeah. then they take your stuff. So but it's they're like, still well, no, you're just they're murdering. still a normal dude. They're still. Civilians. But they are not normal. Yeah. They are totally mental. But they're not zombies. They're just They're not dudes. zombies. So in the mid-season finale, a ton of – the when the wolves came in, they were driving this big 18-wheeler. They smashed it into this tower. The tower falls in the, in the last episode, and, it, and all the walkers are outside. So they just start pouring in. Oh, uh, and Alexandria. So now the walkers are infesting Alexandria. Yeah. And a lot of the episode is people just sitting around in rooms talking. Not talking about how they're going to get out, but talking about other random stuff. And you're like, what do you well, – your priority should be getting out. Because they, they're stuck and they're held captive. And they're but they're not held captive. They didn't like – there's uh, – again, people like – it felt like a bottle show. And I don't know if you guys know what the bottle, word bottle show means. It means a show where you can shoot a lot of the episodes one in one location in sets that you already have. So it makes it um, – Cost efficient. Cost efficient and it's easier to shoot. But they, they want you to make you think the episode's huge because the zombies are coming in. Well – a lot of things happen. Deanna gets bit, who's obviously going to be, turn, you know, who's going to die or turn into a, a walker. Um, they have to, they go back to the uh, convention of smearing dead goo from the walkers all over themselves so they can walk through them, which I don't know why they just don't live every day like that. Then what's the problem? Uh, it would seem like that would solve a lot of your issues. Um, but they also don't think of anything in terms of defense besides the, it's besides the fence that they've built, this wall they've built. Like, they, they, you go through this town, and they literally are at a like John Deere facility. There's like a John Deere store that they have to go by. There's like nine tractors in the parking lot, right? How about you take some tractors yeah. and dig a moat? 100%. Or something around like the place. So when, like every day ago. should be how – it's the same thing with the farm. What is every day if we are not – Building up defenses every single day, yeah. we are wasting time. Yeah, 100%. Right? Because they will eventually, someone will eventually come. Yeah. Like they don't even have cars like parked in the, like on the street coming to Alexandria. Because if a they guy just decided yeah. to break through the front, like the other thing, <clears throat> you could just drive a, a freaking a, yeah. a, a Toyota Celica through the front door. Right? And but, the trusses are. On the other side. Yeah, and the barricade and the back. The, bar- the, the, the wall the, trusses are on, on the wrong side. The, the beams just climb up holding the side up of those beams. The be- just tear them down from yeah. the other side. It makes no sense. Yeah. I, they want it to be pretty inside, I guess. I can't think of a reason they would put them on the outside of the building. It also meant that you, had to, you were exposed as you were building it. Like, it yeah. doesn't make sense. So anyway, a lot of stuff happens. They all come back. Some people are dead. Morgan and Carol get into a fight, which is the dumbest thing I've ever seen because – the only line Carol has to say in that scene is, Morgan, if you hurt me to save him, you will either A, be killed by the rest of my friends, or banished. You're making a choice that says, you're choosing this guy's life who just murdered all of our friends over me, which means you're now useless. Yeah. He's useless. He should be kicked out or Carol's killed. Carol's an old lady, right? Carol's, she's not old. Who's the old lady? Uh, Deanna. 
No, she's, she's the mayor. Right. She's Who's the dead. old lady who made cookies. She's not old. She just got gray oh. hair. Well, Melissa McBride is not old, by How the way. How old is she? 45, 46. Who's that? What's that girl's name? Melissa McBride. What, she's not her, old. Her name's Carol in the show. Her name's Carol in the show. And Correct. she's one of the only people in the show who actually gets it yeah. in the world they live in. She gets it. She will do what she has to do to save the lives of the friends that she cares about, which is what you have to do in this world. That is the bottom line. I'm sorry if people don't think that's a PC thing, but in this show's context, yeah. you live in a world in which protection of your friends is priority. I agree. And your family. Yeah. So if people come in who are wolves and you catch them, I'm sorry, you kill them. Yeah. There is no rehab. You're not going to well, you have psychological evaluations. You don't live in that world anymore. Okay? This is you're back to like, I don't know, straight medieval times. Like, that's what it is. I love this show. I was really frustrated with the ending. And the other thing is, people who should have learned lessons by now learn no lessons. The guy, Josh McDermott, I can't think of the guy, the character's name, the guy with the mullet, is the most useless person in Alexandria. He's useless. Walkers could be walking up to him. He's got a machete in his hand, and he stands there frozen. Get it together, dude. This is the world you live in. Everyone else does not have to risk their life to save you because you won't save your own life. I'm done with you. You're dead to me. Morgan, you should be off the show immediately because you're screwing up everything. And I get that you have to do it to create the conflict and the drama, but it's really frustrating. Picking favorites. This episode is brought to you by Loot Crate. Would you classify yourself as a geek, gamer, or pop culture nerd? Then this is Dave's raising his hand. I would. Guess what, I would, Dave? I would. Guess what, Dave? That's a rhetorical question because this subscription box is for you, them, the listeners, not you, Dave. For less than $20 a month, you get six to eight items of gamer and pop culture licensed gear, apparel, collectibles, unique one-of-a-kind items, and more. You Make, get more? You get more, Dave. I love it. I love yeah, more. I, I love more. Make sure to head to lootcrate.com slash nerdmachine and enter code nerdmachine to save $3 on any new subscription. Not that long ago, and depending on where you live, not so far away, Loot Crate blasted off into a voyage across the galaxy, searching the far reaches of space to find universally awesome gear. Using December's Star Wars The Force Awakens loot as the launch pad, we landed on some equally cosmic items from Halo 5 and more. With an exclusive Funko Pop and an exclusive shirt in this month's crate, this is the loot you are looking for. Funko Pop. This is Funko the loot Pop. you're looking for. Funko Pop. This is the loot you're looking for. Basically, Loot Crate is like a friend who knows what you love and surprises you with an awesome present every month. You have until the 19th at 9 p.m. Pacific to subscribe and receive that month's crate. And when the cutoff happens, that's it. It's over. No soup for you. So go to lootcrate.com slash nerdmachine and enter code nerdmachine to save $3 on your new subscription today. Picking favorites. The other show I kind of really like right now is Jessica Jones. Have you been watching that for Marvel? Oh, have I been watching it? No. I haven't been watching it. Do you know why? I, I don't know why. Do you know why I haven't been watching it? Because I watched it all on the first day. See, that's the thing. And I, I'm on like episode five. 
I really like the show. Uh, it's funny. I went to I went to grad school with Mike Coulter, who plays Luke Cage. Oh. Uh, we were buddies back in the day. Oh, so really? I, I'm, I'm excited to see him. I haven't seen him in Dude's ten years. Dude's a beast. Holy he's a beast. God. He wasn't that big when we were Dude's in college, a but he's monster. He's a monster now. Dude. Uh, great guy, super cool guy. Yeah, he was in our theater department when I was at grad school at, at uh, South Carolina. Great guy, can't wait to run into him. I've actually done a pilot with Kristen Ritter, and that was okay. It was a terrible pilot, but uh, the show's entertaining. I like the show. I think it's fun. Um, there's elements to it that I go that I. It's almost, and I, I'm going to probably get some backlash for saying this. It it feels a little bit like a superhero show for women, because a lot of the stories are centered around her relationships with other women as opposed to other, like like uh, Carrie Ann Moss's character and yeah. her whole situation, what she's going through in her love, you know, even her love life. I'm like, I don't even yeah. know why that has, why that's relevant to well, Jessica it, Jones's story. It, but it, becomes, it becomes relevant, right. Everything's relevant. Right. I'm in like episode five or six, and so I don't yeah. know what's all relevant. Um, but it's all about that relationship. And it's, you know, again, I know it's a, fe- a female-centric, it's a I'll tell you what, female-centric I, character. I liked it better than Daredevil. I like it better than Daredevil so it's far, It's way more too. violent. The villain well, is a way they're better. they're actually superheroes. The, the villain is a way better villain. Um, but I that's think, a great, what I liked about Daredevil, the, one, the mo- thing I liked most was Vincent D'Onofrio is because he didn't think he's a villain. Yeah. Villains are the best when they don't think they're villains. The Purple Man knows he's a villain, relishes it. I'm like, I don't get what his, what is his motive? He could be the most happy, the most uh, loved person on earth. He could be the president of the United States yeah, if he wanted he could, to be. But instead, he wants to be a giant jerk and, well, and mess with people's lives all the time. And here's like, the what's problem. the problem? Here's the problem. Is I've seen the whole show. Okay. So I can't talk about it. Okay, great. Do you know I want to get to his motive because I don't like villains who don't have motives. It just yeah. seems like he's just like, I do whatever I want because I can. And like that's just boring. I don't like You don't have a bigger goal or something that you want to be, and you're just being a dick because you want to be a dick. Like I don't even like... Because then there were elements of Kingpin. Which you ever see the movie Twilight Zone? Uh, yeah, but it's been a million years ago. Okay. So I just wanted, I, I, there were things about D'Onofrio's character that I actually respected. He actually believed in something, even though his, his uh, yeah. process of making it happen was wrong, he actually believed in something. Yeah. Right? And that was pretty evident from the, get, from the very beginning of learning yeah. about his character. Um, and I like that. But I don't like this purple man, like, I don't, he just like, his obsession, like you don't have to be obsessed from afar. Like you could just walk right up to her and start talking to her again. Like I don't, there's no reason for you to be separated from her because you can control everyone. Yeah, but they haven't he, shown to me why he just can't walk. Is he? Because again, either he's just dicking with her to hurt her, but he can hurt her by making her do whatever he wants. Do you know what I'm saying? I do. So it's the, I know the motive. The motivation is weird yeah. for me. Yeah. Um. But I like those two shows. They're fun to watch. I watch The Flash. I like The Flash. Do you watch The Flash? I don't watch The Flash a lot. Do you watch Supergirl? I do. I've been watching Supergirl. It's a very fluffy That's a weird superhero show. Like, show. I love it. I like Supergirl, and I'll watch <laughs> it. Um, and Melissa Banquist or whoever it is. I think she's great. She's great. Holy cow, she's Perfectly great. cast as Supergirl. Um, love her. But there's a lot I don't like about it. Like, I'm getting over Jimmy Olsen. Um, but, I look, I, they could do – look. I, I have faith. I just it needs to find its legs. Unfortunately, it Flash found its legs faster, and Arrow right. found its legs flash right. faster. Well, I think, uh, but the I, Flash, I love the Flash is a much more iconic character than Supergirl, yeah. obviously. 
And the arrow really isn't, but a male brings so much. Stephen brings so much to that yeah. character that I think it really does make it shine a lot more than maybe somebody else. I wish they went back be. to killing people. Because yeah, first that season, whole, first season was so good. I don't get when uh, he- heroes decide that they can't do that anymore. First it, season was so. Because then what happens? You just keep beating them up so they can go and keep killing other people. I mean, people. look, it I love make I love Batman, and the reason Batman is so great is because his rogues gallery is the best rogues gallery of any comic book character. Um, but that's under the guise of not killing. I also w- am not opposed to killing bad people. And that's the problem with, with superheroes is you come up with these awesome villains and you can't – you got to keep them alive because you need to have them villain, have the villains square off again. You can't come up – you can't have these new awesome villains every week or even in the comic books every new, new epic thing. Um, but That's what they're doing on Supergirl. Exactly. For now. For now, which is – But again, it's this whole thing. I mean, you, like need, you, you, need, you need villain of the week – Totally. Unfortunately, oh, for, yeah. for television, but there's also ways like in Arrow One in the first season of Arrow, it was a bigger villain. It was like the mafia villain or right. whatever, if I remember correctly, and it was he f- just killed all the bad dudes, and that was way better. But now, it's yeah, like, this whole know, philosophy, guys. I, I'm going to be honest. I don't get it, especially in superheroes are not you. No, they're not indicative. I know they're trying to tell this social commentary, but they're not you. If there were supervillains, yeah. they would be in jail and we would put them to death. They wouldn't be put in Arkham so they could escape 700 no, times. They'd be, they'd be like trialed. It does, they'd be, they'd be, they'd have a trial and never be able to get out. Like, that's how it works. Yes. Right? Joker is just a dude. Yeah. That's it. He's a dude. Yeah. Most of these be, villains would have are trial. just dudes. He would have a trial and then he would be, he would be put to death for yeah. all of the crimes he's committed. If he wasn't murdered before he got there. Even so, you don't even get to that point. Yeah. Like that's not how it works. Yeah. Superhero worlds do not exist in the same way. I mean, I think that's why Adventures Age of Ultron, all the bad guys were robots. That's well, so they didn't have to kill also, anybody. It's also so they can keep it PG thirteen. Yeah, but you can kill people in PG thirteen movies. Not as many as Avengers Age of people Ultron. People are gonna. Well, that's true. But I get the robots. But it's like X Men the animated series. That's why they created the Sentinels so they could kill people. Right. So of- they could kill the Sentinels. Right. I listen. I, I get it, and they're trying to keep things. But I'm pretty sure people are gonna die in Star Wars, and it's PG thirteen. When you blow up a spaceship, You're not gonna, someone dies. Yeah, but that's also unseen. Someone, it doesn't I mean, matter. They still die. I hey, I look. I concur completely. I mean, just look at the Death Star. But yeah, every, there are a bunch of contractors on the Death Star. So many people died. The, the guy sweeping up the floor is like, hey, what the hell? What's going on? What I do? Work, like, hey, work for hire, buddy. You're working for the Empire, dude. That's what's up. That's what happens when you work for the Empire. Uh, no, I get it. Those two shows I like. Raz was watching Arrow and uh, and The Flash. We both watched Supergirl a little bit. We like that show. Um, um, what else am I watching? I watched The Leftovers, but I got to be honest, Damon I, Lindelof. I don't know where the hell your brain is on this show. I don't know what is going on. Like I just watched the whole episode where oh he he's was, involved. That's why I don't watch. Where he was dead. Yeah, like the main character was dead and like had been killed by poison and then came back to life. Dude, it's crazy. The show is crazy. Honestly, don't know what's what's going on half the time. Uh, but. I try to watch it because I want to see. I want to kind of figure it out now what's going on because season two is a giant departure from season one because um, it was more about us against the guilty rem- remnant and now it's like him against his own brain. He's like out of his mind. So it's a really weird show. Um, those are shows that we're watching right now. Please uh, tweet us. Let us know what shows you're watching. Comment on the website when Shannon does the recap of the show. Uh, let us know what we missed, what we're wrong about. I don't think I'm wrong about anything, but I'm Dave's happy to debate wrong. you about this on Twitter. We'll debate you on Twitter. Uh, I will, especially about these shows, because The Walking Dead is one of the most, uh, at times, compelling shows on TV. And that's why it has gigantic ratings. That's why people of all, no matter what your beliefs are, you can get behind and you can understand the show. Um, 
And it does create some interesting conversations of people who actually think Morgan, I'm sure a lot of people think Morgan's right and that he should just, you know, try to rehabilitate people. You're all wrong, but I can understand why you would have that philosophy. Um, But it's a crazy philosophy in the world in which they live. So I'm just going to keep saying that until you understand it and succumb to my belief system on The Walking Dead. I I'll sign up. I mean, I if I had super if 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 there were superpowers were such a thing, I would probably be. And that's why I like Jessica them. Jones because they're actual have they actually have superpowers and they use them. Daredevil doesn't have any superpowers except he can hear really well and he's tough, but he's not a superhero. No. And Vincent D'Onofrio, Kingpin, as far as the first episode, he's not a superhero either. He's just a big dude. Have you watched the show? The whole thing. The whole thing. I did. Daredevil? He's not a superhero. He should be though. But I he's mean, not he's supposed to be. In if the I comics you, he's got I powers, hit, right? In the comics he's got in, in the comics he's got like absorption power. Like he's he's inherently stronger, I Great. feel like. Well, because he got hit in the face with a metal bat, like his metal, like, you know, uh Yeah. Whatever the Baton. uh, batons like a hundred times and he didn't bruise or break. Okay, so then so they, you go, yeah. wait, what? So that makes but they sense. But they don't but you yeah. can't you gotta pay that off. You can't yeah. just have him get beat up and then nothing yeah. happens to him. Correct. So Anyway, I like those shows. Netflix is doing some great stuff. Oh, if you haven't watched uh, Master of None on Netflix. So good. So funny. Holy cow, so relatable. You're missing so out. It is really relatable. relatable. It's funny. I mean, it's relatable in a really kind of Hollywood, New York kind of way. Like, Hey, I relate to it and I just the dating so, aspect yeah, of it and all that. But you're a comedian. Mm-hmm. You yeah. get it. But the dating aspect, yeah, it's funny. But Aziz and Zari. And the parents being, you know, not being a millennial who yeah. has nothing in common with the parents and all that. That It's very relatable. It's a funny show. I suggest you watch it. Ne- uh, Master of None. We talked about three Netflix shows and one AMC show. It's because they're good. And They're good. They're really good shows. And three CW shows. And three CW two shows. W's, uh, two W's. One CBS. Shows. Supergirl. One CBS. Supergirl is like kind of the light version. It's like the fluffy, bright. I love this. By the way, the show looks great. It looks great. It's a fantastic looking Looks show. Right. I, it's just tough sometimes. You're like, you're trying to make this too, like, I don't know what you're trying to do with it. Uh, but I love Laura Benanti. She's awesome. So much fun. Uh, great actress. She'll be starring in, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, oh, the show that Zach's doing on Broadway. What's it? I don't know. Crazy Who's for doing you? This? Who's this girl? No, the, Zach, the show that Zach's going to do on Broadway uh, yeah. with Laura Benanti, Who's who is that a, girl? she plays uh, Supergirl's aunt. And mother. Oh, her aunt. I was yeah. hoping it was her sister. No, that's go visit Zach. No, that's Laura Bernanke, who was amazing. She did Eli Stone. Okay, she's done a bunch of other. Uh, she was done. I think she was in Gypsy. She's okay. won Tonys. She's amazing. She's doing the show with Zach that starts in Jan- in uh, March of next okay. year. Uh, it's not crazy for you. I don't know why I think I I, it why is. I called it that. Uh, but uh, I can't remember right now for the save my life. What the yeah. show is called? Why is know. that? How crazy is that? Not very. There's a I lot guess of it things happens. you got to pay yeah. attention to. I totally f- blanked on it. But I couldn't tell you. I, what's that? I can't. Bullets over Broadway? No, it's in, a, it's, it's in like a 60. It's, uh, I can't, it doesn't matter. I can't remember things my siblings do. Uh, yeah, so watch the show. Yeah, it's coming yeah. in. You'll see. Um, you guys all know what I'm talking about, even though I don't know. Uh, thanks for listening to the show today, guys. We appreciate it. It's just basically been me ranting for 25 yeah, minutes, right. uh, which I hear that I 20 want, times a day. I am want to do sometimes. So, thanks for listening. Uh, we will be back next week with a brand new episode, hopefully with Tyler and Zach in tow and a special guest for you. We seriously appreciate you guys tuning in every week. We yeah, really especially for something it. like this that I mean, didn't say Zach or Tyler in the uh, in the headline. So, <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, we it's, know you love us, and we, especially we know Razzle. you love we know you love them, and we know you love Dave, and we know you love me, and um, we know you love listening to the show. And it's uh, you know. Sometimes it's a lot of work and we, you know, like ones like this where it's kind of just us, but it's, we appreciate you guys tuning in. Thanks guys. We'll uh, see you next week. Thank you.
Hi, Earwolf listeners. I'm your cuckoo, Kulap Vilaisak. And I'm your wee-wee, H. Michael Cray. We host Who Charted. It's a show where we talk about what's on the new music, movies, and TV charts. Then we interview a special guest and use charts to learn about their lives. And it sounds like this. It's based on the whale that inspired Moby Dick. Ooh. It was like a real whale called Mocha Dick. <laughs> and then, no, no, yes, it, it was, wasn't called Mocha it Dick. It was called Mocha Dick. It was named after like a Mocha Island in the South Pacific or something. Oh, and not a coffee drink? No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. It was a frappuccino dick. (laughs) Listen to Who Charted Today on Earwolf.com. Or your favorite podcast app. Pop. Pop? Pop. 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 This has been a Wolf Pop production. Executive produced by Paul Shear, Adam Sachs, Chris Bannon, and Matt Gorley. For more information and content, visit wolfpop.com.